Lowe's, Mason Rothman from Project Geo, and we're here at GeoN 2018. We're here with Eric Drew from Georgia Tech Research Institute. And uh, Eric, uh, go ahead and speak and tell us what you got this year for us. Yeah, so just a little bit about Georgia Tech Research Institute. We are a nonprofit. Uh, we're owned by the University System of Georgia, and we have about 1,300 resident researchers, uh, mostly in the Atlanta area and in 19 field offices. Uh, we have another 700 researchers that we utilize for campus. Uh, we do traditional contracting and we work as a university-affiliated research center, which is known as a UR. Uh, today we're highlighting uh, something that's not typically associated with GeoMed, which is acoustics. And so uh, behind me we have a, an, this is a commercial acoustic beamformer array. So this is made up of several dozen microphones. Um, we actually build our own custom versions of these for sponsors, so government and commercial sponsors that come to us with specific um, acoustic needs. Uh, we build these arrays and put them on various platforms, whether they're uh, airborne platforms or ground platforms. So you said it's not a, you're not dealing on the in the imagery world, dealing with the, uh, the signals of the audio world here. So how did, why, why why are you here demoing that at GeoMed 2018? Sure. So so what we can do is because we have very precise positioning from these acoustic arrays, uh, using multiple arrays, you can actually get a, a pretty fine fix on uh, some kind of acoustic target. And so when you match that with precise location of the arrays themselves, uh, you can actually put audio into a geospatial context. So if you do things like base perimeter detection uh, for UAVs or for gunshots or uh, for other things, uh, we can actually put those on a map and show you exactly where acoustic signatures are coming from. Phenomenal. Um, so what use cases do you guys have for this so far? Right, so we have actually tested this um, both from a ground perspective. We've been able to track small quadcopters and UAVs uh, very precisely in real time uh, using this. Uh, we also can uh, use this to detect certain speakers in conversations. So, for example, as we're standing here today, we're looking at a live view of our own voices that are being, it's being displayed. But if we were recording this data, the nice thing about the beamformer is in post-processing, you can actually select, uh, visually select uh, an area where, like for example, my mouth, and hear only my speech. Or you can select only Mason's mouth and hear only his speech. And you can see it on the screen here. It's interesting too, as you were speaking, I can see people light up behind us here. So we can actually hear folks across the room over there. Actually, yeah, it actually could hear something across the entire side, other side of this convention center. Distance. That's right, distance. What, what, what's the distance on this So I, I, don't, I don't know if they're, what the actual distance is you know, in an open, quiet space, but I can tell you that uh, it's sensitive enough that they use this in factories to detect air leak detections. So, so I mean, they can hear moving air uh, and detect that. So, so I suspect if it was quiet enough in this arena, you could hear basically a pin drop on the other side. So it's many exceptionally Wow. So another thing we actually did recently that's interesting is um, we've actually put this on a UAV platform. And from the UAV platform, we've developed algorithms that cut out the UAV and the wind noise. So we can actually fly at hundreds of feet and actually hear uh, conversational level audio, Gunshots, explosions, vehicle can, engines. You can, so yeah, you, you pick up that there is conversation. You pick up that there's conversational audio, or you actually hear the audio. You both. Oh, you yeah. both. Okay. And, and again, like I said, in, in post processing, you can actually select uh, individual uh, noise sources. So, so it's not just a wall wand that you're picking up. There, there is audio. Yeah. You can in yeah. fact again, to depending those. on the laws. So we're still bound by the laws of physics, right? So <laughs> so if there's too much noise, obviously you, get, you can only filter so much. But if, sure. if the noise, if the sound can make it to the UAV. And with, you know, within the laws of physics, um, we should be able to find a way with an algorithm 
to filter out the noise and listen to that fairly clearly. So uh, I wanted to ask about the hardware. What you said, what's going on behind the hardware? Uh, so yeah, so this hardware has some signal processing uh, bits behind it. These are um, what we call NEMS microphones, so they're very tiny microphones. Um, so how many total are in there? Uh, I think this one there's maybe 24 or 32, but we've built them with hundreds. So it, the more microphones you have, obviously the more precision and sensitivity you get. But yeah, it's, what's uh, the cost on some on a mic, one of those microphones? Uh, the microphones themselves are maybe a few bucks. Right. So it's okay. actually they're actually reasonably cheap. Um, but it's the obviously the signal processing software and hardware behind it right. is starting to get pricey. But but again, we, we print these on circuit board, so there's then it's not the hardware that's overly expensive. Let's be honest. So, so we can miniaturize this, or we can that's uh, the make larger so rays. You can large scale deploy this absolutely. Fairly. Yeah. So we actually had one program uh, where we put these on soldiers' helmets and they're battery powered and so we could uh, show them through augmented reality uh, where exactly gunshots were coming from. So, so it's kind of a nice feature oh, and, and a robust technology. Yeah. Well, Eric, is there any other uh, anything else you'd like to speak on? What you guys are working on? Here? Of course, we. I mean, we, we do a lot of machine learning, AI type things. So we're closely partnered with the with the universities. So um, we leverage the very brightest and best in Georgia Tech. And so we, uh, like I said, about thirteen hundred researchers. I could talk all day about all the cool things we do. But uh, the point is, is that we uh, we we have a lot of eighty percent solutions, and we're looking for someone to partner with uh, to do that last twenty uh, percent. Uh, to make it more specific to uh, to a sponsor, but and again, we don't build products at GTRI. We just build prototypes. So we partner both with government and industry, and, and just help do cutting edge research and development. Well, it's a phenomenal product. I'll tell you, I, 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 I hope it does really, really well. I can just I, I can see my mind already, and probably folks that are watching this as well as applications on how you can use this. I want to thank you so much for your time today, and, uh, and uh, this is basically Project Geo signing off. Thank you.